Greetings, bloggers, vloggers, followers, and potters. Dustin here from Dustin's Dynasty again with you for another edition of the vlog this week. So this week we are uh, coming off of a very somewhat rough week, couple days, but we're back on trying to end on a good note in the weekend and on a good note before we return to our routine uh, tomorrow and going into the about the second or third week of going of a four-day work week. So I'm hoping for the best next week, but what that tells i don't know but we're at least we're on the, the mend uh i also want to make a quick mention that if if i did not notice from before when i got the new headset a couple weeks ago i did not notice how close to my mouth the microphone was and i know the mic the audio was sort of poor in quality and i do apologize for that so um i did recorrect it and it is better now so i again i apologize and i'm hoping that going forward from this this vlog and podcast it turns out better when when my audio comes across. Without further ado, I'm going to bring you this week's topic. We're going to talk about personal choices and freedoms today because I, I feel it's important as the autistic rights movement, which if you want to find anything out about that, just Google that on, on any a search engine you choose. Um, you know, I think it's very imperative that we must understand that autistic people have the rights that they want to choose and the personal freedoms that they should have regardless of who they are in their in their journey as long as they are able and capable uh and that is not for you to decide or it is, it is a consecutive and coercive decision so it's very important to know that so i'm going to share with you a few of the personal choices and freedoms that i feel are personally important uh not only to me but may, uh, maybe what i've come across and just some basic web searches across the web and seeing what what uh, you know what we feel um, is important that autistic people should have the right to, and I just want to preface this by saying we must understand that autism is a spectrum disorder. It, one just because I do things a certain way does not mean that any other autistic or neurodivergent individual does anything the same or, or familiar way. We are all unique in our own way, and it's and autism is a spectrum. It's a wide array of things. It's not linear. So we everybody does everything uh, differently. Um, as such, we, one I'm not good in all things, and I'm good in some things, but not good in other things. And that's where things will come along. And if you you'll be looking for my TikTok this week, I'm going to try to get back engaged in the TikTok again. And I do have a few things to share this week that you might find interesting. So stay tuned. But let's get back to the vlog and let's talk about these personal choices and freedoms. So the first one I want to talk about today is that. You have the choice to go where you want to go in the community. And this is something that, um, you know, is very challenging uh, in a sense because, you know, it, it depends on one's safety. And we've talked about personal safety, uh, you know, a while back this week in, in, the vlog, in the blog. But, you know, we have to understand and be cognizant. As long as you are understanding and cognizant of, of, of one's safety, then you you have the choice to go where you want to go. You can go to the concert. You can go to the sheets. You can go to the gas station in Pennsylvania if you haven't figured it out. You can go to this thrift store behind in the picture. I had a hard time doing that, but I went this weekend. I did go with my mother, but you know, just things you you need to be aware of in life and be be aware of that you 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 as an artistic individual, just like any other human being, has a right to these things. You have the right to you know choose and go where you want to go if you want to go to the, the grocery store or, you know, 
go to the train station. You have all these rights. You have the if you want to have the right as long as you are safe and free and not in any harm or not in any danger, you have the right to do that. The next one I want to talk about is you have a right to get a good job if you want one. I see a lot of job more and now two decades later since having two or more decades later, I should say, before since getting my autism diagnosis, I'm seeing a lot more, not just in my area, not, not so much in my area, but in many other areas of, of opportunities for a job and support. Now, I've been employed for 12 years and I have a very good job and I enjoy it very much. Um, you know, you, you have the right to have that job. If as long as it's yours and you, you know, if it's not working out, maybe, you know, find another one, but you, you have the right to employment and you have, while well, understanding the rights to any benefits or subsidies that you may receive, you need to understand the risk of where, what, what that works. But as I've always been told by when I started work 12 years ago, that it is more beneficial sometimes to have this benefits that and work than not just than just benefits alone so you know i'm you know i haven't dug into that a lot lately but it's very imperative you know to know that because there's many times i don't want to work or i don't i just and including today you know i don't want to work i don't want to you know do this i don't want to do that um you know it's it's but but if i have that right to work and maybe seeing seeing this somewhere on a search when i was looking for this, this afternoon made me realize, you know, I need to be thankful to have that right and to go work when I want to. And that's probably why I enjoy my job so much. I mean, many people do, but I think that's one of the reasons I enjoy working so much. The next one is to connect with friends and connect with the friends you want. And I have to say that, you know, sometimes in the autism community or sometimes where we lack the resources in the communities that we reside, to connect with others that we may not see that we have a connection with. That can be challenging and difficult sometimes. And now, now thankfully, you know, we're 20 or so, tw at least it was when I was a teenager. And now being in my, my late 30s, and I'm just starting to say that now, but, you know, being in my late 30s, we're finding all these online social connection tools, um, Facebooks and, and other things, Google Meets, YouTube. We're learning so much about others. And, and, it, and if you... And I know there's a lot, we'll get into another right related to that. And maybe I will jump to that after this right, after this a choice that you have the right to make. But connecting with those friends and online friends, let me tell you, friends are valid. And sometimes they can be really there for you when you really need it, when you don't have a connection that you, you can really value at the moment. And, you know, you can really build strong friendships off of them. And it, it is just amazing the, the community there is in autistic people. Uh, via the online world and, and Facebook is one of those big channels for one of those online communities and you know it's just it's just one of the um, one of the greatest places I'm not going to just endorse Facebook continually because I know some people have a love-hate relationship with it there's other apps called Hiki and that's more geared for the neurodiversity community and you can also find connections there as well although personally for me I find that the way that the app navigates is kind of not kind of met to my needs. So it's kind of a challenging one. I did get on it yesterday, but, you know, I think it's just, you know, it's challenging in how you find. So, you know, I think that's imperative now. We're, we're talking about that, uh, the technology, but so I'm going to jump gears from my list and go to, to have the, the choice to access technology as long as you understand the dangers and the risk it involves. Very imperative. Um, you know, you should have, if the technology is accessible,
to you, uh, whether you can afford it and get on it, you know, properly, you should have the right to access it. Um, you know, not without, with, with, without, without, I'm sorry, please, excuse me, my mouth was getting twist tied there, but you should be able to access it without the restrictions that are set forth by, uh, authoritative people in your life and under your house, because you are an adult. And if you're 18 or 21, whatever state you are in, that you should have the right to access technology whenever you want, as long as you are staying well and taking care of yourself. And as long as you understand the dangers and the risk that it involves, you know, or any financial burden that you may have, any of those things, as long as you are safe and you understand that there's danger out there and there can be risk, you know, you should have the freedom to, uh, you know, go through with as long as you are capable and understanding of that or have the understanding or red, red cognizant of this, of knowing that. So jumping gears back to where we were, um, you know, to after that, after the next choice to feel safe. So you should always feel safe, no matter where you are, whatever you're doing, whenever your needs are met. Um, you 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 should have, uh, the right just to feel safe and not feel not live in fear. You know, now sometimes we live in irrational fear and we don't want to do things, but we must understand the whole situation. Are we in safety? Are we understanding? Are, is everything met for us? Are our needs met? If all those things are yes, then they should be met. And, you know, it's very imperative to know that. Um, the next one is to have the food that you want to eat. And if is if you choose to make it a healthy food, if you want healthy food, you should be able to have that if you want it. Um, you know, I know I have to eat healthy. I get it. And I buy the things that are healthy. I buy the things that I want to eat. I do, don't buy things that I don't want to eat or what people force me to eat. Um, you know, it can be hard. I know it can be hard. I know if you live with a family member, because you know it, it's just such a challenge. Because if you're not cooking the fill, cooking the food, and you're not making those choices or having a say in it, it's going to be very difficult and very challenging. You know, to eat, um, eat the food that you you know you don't like or don't want. Um, one meal that I struggled with when I lived with my parents was roast. And, you know, I, I didn't, they knew on roast night, I did not eat roast and they made me miss up. I got to eat something else. Another thing I, that, that was, was sort of a struggle, but it was modified was stuffed peppers. I did not like a stuffed pepper. I will eat a cold green pepper. There is no way I'm going to eat a hot green pepper. And so I would have my little meatloaf because I did not like that. So I think it's very imperative to have healthy food. I know if you're in a housing situation where the food is made, I know this can also be difficult and challenging as well. But, you know, hang in there and, you know, one day your freedom, if you can, will come. All right. See where we're at next here. Uh, you know, be able to make your own choices as far as it relates to your basic needs. And this is very important. This means, you, you know, you can choose what you want to wear, how you want to wear it, how you want to do your, your meet your needs, your functions, how you want to brush your teeth, how you want to shower, how you want to put clothes on, how you want to keep take care of your body, all of those basic things of basic personal care and the things you want to buy, the things you want to do, the, the hair, the hairstyle you want, when you want to get your hair cut, who you want to get your hair cut from. All of these things are very imperative to, uh, you know, ha having, you have the choice to make those choices. Um, 
very imperative to that. Um, you get to choose where you want to live in the community. You don't live somewhere because you're forced to. And I know this could be a challenge too because sometimes the communities in this country are very hard in finding the the the, the correct resource or the one that you actually can live in and, and basically the one that's only available. And that can be a challenge. Um, I lived in it. I live where I live now. I've lived here for over a year and a half and, you know, I didn't want to live here, but it was the only place left and I could still keep a good bit of my freedoms as time grew on. Um, I grew, grew accustomed to it and, you know, got to used to living here and enjoying it here and making things work for the way I wanted it to work. Um, you know, but if you're not, if you're not happy with it, I guess is where I'm coming at. I'm okay with it. I'm grateful for it because I didn't have it and I've made it work. But if you're not happy with it, then, you know, you have the right to choose where you want to live. And um, don't ever let anybody tell you that's not true. All right. You have the right to stem as necessary and practice this, the necessary self-care needs that you may, you need to do to be yourself, to be well or be yourself. And this can be a difficult uh, topic to express. As you see, I just do a little stem there. That's a little stem I've been picking up. It's been scratching behind my ears. I do many other stems, but that is one that is is one that is more commonly publicly noticed. And sometimes people tell, growing up being autistic and growing up in the dark ages, I was often told not to do things. And yes, there are things that we do but they're not to be done in the public view. Um, some things can be done behind closed doors in a bedroom or a bathroom. And as long as you're you're safe and in behind a closed door where no one can see you, that's okay. You can do that. Um, sometimes you need that for self-care purposes. Sometimes you need that to stimulate and regulate and get back on your speed. That is perfectly fine as long as you are safe behind a closed door and where nobody can see you. Um, it's very important. It took me a long time to learn that it was okay because for decades I was told that doing those things was not okay. But what I didn't understand was not doing those things in public are not okay. So, yes, very imperative there. All right. Where are we next? So you can choose what you want to believe and, and, what, and practice in your daily routine. And this is something that kind of spearheaded this start, this start of a talk. I'm not getting too much into religion, but that's where it came from. So I was invited to go to church, but I think for years I just went through the motions because it was what somebody wanted me to do. And I didn't get to experience my own way of thinking and my own spirituality, um, you know, sort of sense in the way I like things. And we're grateful for the things like technology now that provide opportunity to experience new things that we can more as, as autistics, neurodivergence, neurotypicals have a way to express our freedoms and, you know, learn things and take in things. Um, without that, you know, I think that was one great invention that the was caused by the pandemic was to, um, was to provide, you know, an opportunity to uh, express your freedom, your religious freedom, your religious rights in a way that, you know, you may not have otherwise had because of restrictions on your behalf as an individual, such as transporting yourself or having access, having easier access to said facility. 
Um, so you you learn and you grow from these things. And you know, sometimes it's hard for somebody who cares for us to hear that that they're that you don't want to do the things that they want to do, and it can be difficult. But you you get through it. Um, the next one's a little tough subject, but we're gonna go through it anyway. You have the right to love and be attracted to whoever you want to. And I just want to step preface this with, you know, sometimes it's a hard thing. It's a lot of baggage, um, especially if you're if you're if you're liking something that is not the societal norm. Um, seventy percent of autistics across the world are 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 thinking are of that category. And for those who care for autistic uh, individuals, this can be a tough pill to swallow. And you know, because you already went through the one bag, one whammy of having autism or any other disability, especially if you have, if you are raising somebody who is autistic and have watched them grow, and then you have this other double whammy of, well, they're not thinking in this way that's not normal or is not a societal norm. And it can be challenging and it can be difficult to understand. And maybe the way that you as the autistic, as the person who caring for the autistic individual um, may see it as one way. Um, we see it as another way that because of our age and our generational differences, so on and so forth, that, you know, that is why and that is how. And maybe we had to mask that feeling for so long. And when we discover it in ourselves, it does come as a shock. It does come, you know, as something that is not, you know, is not normal as if many things in our life are not normal and nothing is normal. And, you know, that's just how it is. But, you know, we, we do grow. We move on. And as individuals, we should always have the freedom as long as it is permissible, safe, and we are safe and cared for and all of our needs are met, that we should have the right to do that. Very well. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Uh, I see a stem there. Um, to be who you want to be, as long as it's safe to be who you and you you to do so, and you are educated. Same thing as the last one. It's pretty much you know you have the right to identify as who you want to be in life and live the life that you want and do the things that you want, as long as you can choose that. That is your choice. As long as you understand it, know the risk, and are educated. That is a very imperative point of it. Um, the next one is, and we, we're going to go into the next one. Um, to purchase whatever you want, as long as you have the funds to do so, and know your budget. And even even neurotypicals experience this this, this problem of overspending and, and impulse buying, so on and so forth. But, you know, as long as you can buy whatever you want, as long as you have the ability to have it, the capability to have it, you have the funds to buy it, you understand the risk to come with it, you know, um, you understand the risk, you know the risk, you understand everything with it, and, you know, you can balance your checkbook and you can have, you know, you can have a budget to maintain all your other personal needs that they are met and not be uh, you know, to not have uh, an overdrawn balance in your checking account because I have been there and now you know you I have to I have to know as a human being to be more accountable. All right, moving on to the next one. 
uh, to have uh, to work towards a driver's license if you want one, as long as you have the means, abilities, and resources to do so. And I do have my driver's license. I've had my driver's license for over three and a half years now. And, you know, I never, I did not start even thinking about it until I was in my 30s. Um, I do want to preface by saying that, you know, I believe as, as, as any autistic that the wanting and needing to drive will come as one sees fit. Um, you know, I did get a driving school and I could do a whole vlog on how that worked and all that, but maybe I will, that may be a topic for the future. But um, with that being said, it just has to come and you have to have the ability, the resources, everything you need. It's a big step. Um, I'm not driving yet because it is a big step. I need to work on some other issues before I get on that. So, you know, it's on hold right now. It may happen in the future. It may not. I don't know. I can't answer that right now. But, you know, you should have the right and the choice to do so. Um, okay. So the last one I want to tell you about is about COVID. So if you don't feel comfortable or you're triggered or you're stressed about COVID, um, you can jump off this video now and skip to the closing. I'm going to try to separate it out a little better. All right. So with COVID, you have the right to choose whatever precautions you choose to follow, as long as it is not mandated, including universal masking procedures and or related vaccination practices. And this can be a very heated subject. And it still is two and a half, two years, two and a half years into the pandemic. Um, our county here where I live has went back to the red level of the national level. And as such, I personally made a decision to wear a mask indoors when I cannot social distance. Uh, that can vary where I wear it because I know I, when I cannot keep social distancing, uh, you know, I cannot secure my, my safety, my social distancing. That is a personal decision that I made. It is not because somebody is telling me to make that decision. Um, I choose to wear a mask. It can be it can be very irritating among others because I'm wearing a mask. Um, some people disagree with it, including family, so on and so forth. It's just, but it is my practice. I choose to get vaccinated. That is my choice. I do not demean anybody who chooses not to. I accept everybody and care for everybody equally because of the vac of their personal vaccination choice, and I respect them for their choice and how they see it. With that being said, I'm going to close this video out for the week. Um, just a reminder, you can be sure to tap that like uh, on, if you want to. Tap that notification bell to get more notifications. Be sure to subscribe to my channel. If you haven't already, be sure to give me a like or a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dustin's Dynasty. On the web at DustinsDynastyUSA.com. Uh, on uh, TikTok and Pinterest at Dustin's Dynasty ASD. And this vlog will be transcoded into a podcast on Spotify where the video version is available and on all other platforms that uh, that Anchor streams to as a general podcast. I want to thank you for listening and be sure to have a good week, everyone. Bye for now.